show awake and take podcast back for a big celebration today of the minnesota twins winning a playoff series and winning a playoff game we'll get into all of that in just a minute brady hallmeyer alongside of randarius zandolph parker lavacek and zach schefter good crew on hand today for what should be a very fun episode we'll start with twins we'll get into a little bit of vikings chatter we'll talk briefly minnesota and michigan because that's about how long the game is gonna is gonna last it's gonna be a very brief football contest and until michigan scores on their first three possessions anyway we'll get into all of that later let's start with the twinkies zach schefter our twins expert um here tonight in rare form ready to go uh for a big time breakdown of the twins they get the series sweep in the wild card round over the toronto blue jays and two just awesome, awesome atmospheres at Target Field. I was lucky enough to go to both games. Uh, game two with the fam, game one with my brother, so I guess with the family both times, but uh, some unreal crowds. And in the second game, even more, uh, the atmosphere was even better, even more of an electric atmosphere uh, in that clincher game. Zach, I know you were there for game one on Tuesday afternoon, a couple of afternoon starts. The place was rocking from the get-go. Um, Royce Lewis, obviously the big storyline coming out of that series. The way he started off that that first inning for the Twins with a two-run blast to left field, I mean, the place just went bonkers, and it, it didn't really let up. There was a little lull in the middle innings, but um, it, it was the best atmosphere I've ever witnessed a baseball game in. Yeah, I'm with you. It was, it was unbelievable. I was... Um, I, I, I was shocked by um, how loud that stadium got. I've been there a lot of regular season games, never been there a postseason game. That was different than anything I've ever experienced before. It is unfortunate that we could only score the run. You know, I'm going to be the pessimist here. We're going to need to score some more runs versus the Astros here. they got a great pitching staff come, coming, um, coming against us here this next week here. We, we can't score three runs and expect to win a game. Um, with that said, it was it was the best, best I've ever seen the Twins. Like, it went when when we picked off Laddie there, oh, my God, my dad and I were nearly hugging. We'd never do that. That was It was unbelievable. It was so much fun. Yep. Um, and you're talking game two now. Game two, um, yep. They had a guy on third as well, or was it just? No, I think yeah, they had it was a guy second on and second third. And yeah, third. yeah, yeah, second and third. We picked him off on two second. outs, full ahead of a full count pitch too, and, and Sonny Gray with quick movement. He's really good at that, and I, I don't watch enough Twins baseball to know, or watch enough Sonny Gray, I guess, to know that he's super quick with the pickoff move. But damn, he is quick. And and that was Bo Bichette at the plate too, their best mm-hmm. hitter. So, right. um, I mean, crucial point in the game, and yep. be able to to get that to happen. I mean. It's it's a it's a turning point. And one thing quickly, I'll just add about the the Twins series in general. That type of stuff does not happen to a Minnesota team. All the, these fortunate breaks with the pickoff move. Um, I mean the the two the two home runs from Royce Lewis. Uh, that that type of stuff you don't see in Minnesota. So definitely um, 
looking forward to this series. I don't know how much we should be um, expecting expecting because <laughs> yeah. uh, because uh, it's the Astros and the and the Yankees in the playoffs that we never seem to beat. So yeah, and, and obviously we struggled with them. Was it twenty nineteen? No, it was after that. It must have been twenty 2020 twenty or twenty one. It was 2020, I think. It was we the COVID year. Them. Yep. The COVID yeah. year, yep. That's right. I remember watching those games with you. Yeah. Um, Where yeah, were we? We were down in... Uh, I think we were in at uh, Floyd's. Floyd's, yeah. Games. yeah. I think we played golf somewhere in, in Chaska, maybe. I don't know. Skip they were, work. They were sure, the only lose, they yeah. were the only team with a losing record to make it into the playoffs. That was because of the COVID year. But they yeah. were a losing record. We got swept by them yeah. at home. And it was embarrassment. Yeah. Bad. And uh, Polanco, if you remember, in in that game two of the Astros crucial series, crucial error, crucial error. Yes, and yes. We started the series off this year with the Polanco error, and I go, oh, here we go again. Twins dude, being twins. Polanco can't be at third. He cannot be at third. I don't know who I'm gonna. Dude, he can't be at third. Put him at second. That's okay. Yeah. Not amazing. Can't put him at third. Well, you make a good point there. Uh, game one, he had that error at third base. Came in with the. And I don't. I guess I kind of know the way you're supposed to play it. You're supposed to get four balls over the ball. I mean, that's what they said in football, mm-hmm. at least when you're ground, <laughs> grounder. That's uh, funny. Me and your eyeballs and your and, and that's your, funny. Your center area. I like that. Um, he did not do that. He he kind of ran in and he just put his arm straight down at the turf and he just ran with his glove and his arm fully extended. Like I hope the ball lands in my glove and it it obviously didn't. Fortunately for us, we have one of the best second or shortstops, I should say, defensively in all of baseball. And Carlos Correa made just an absolute. Tomahawk throw from third base to get the runner out at home and a big momentum changing play there after an air at third from Polanco. But yeah, you're exactly right. Fortunately, we had Carlos back there to back him up and, and make a heck of a throw to home um, to save a run there. But yeah, the there's Vikings, the Twins, winners 3 1, 2 nothing. Lopez, Sonny Gray, the two starting pitchers for game one and two. And it was just announced about three, four hours ago, Zach, that Bailey Ober will get the start in game one tomorrow, today, if you're listening. Um, here on Saturday, 345 first pitch down in Houston. Bailey Ober getting the start, I guess, somewhat of a surprise, not necessarily if you're following the team really close. Um, reading some of the, the stuff about it on The Athletic and Star Tribune, some of the writers, they're not super surprised by it. Um, your reaction, are you surprised? I am. I am. I know. I've heard all the talk. I've been following them. I am super surprised. I, I you know, <clears throat> it's tough because Joe Ryan's coming off injury. Um Das Kekel didn't even make the team, didn't even make the, the roster, and I was a little surprised by that one. I think it would have made more sense maybe if Maeda went. I think instead of Ober, in my mind, you want experience in the playoffs. You don't want some guy coming up that hasn't had too much experience. Like It, it kind of frustrates me a little bit because it just makes me think that we're waiting to come home to win some games. You can't put Bailey Ober out there and expect that we're going to win a game. I'm yeah. sorry, that's just me. Um, I think we have to have Maeda in there um, or Joe Ryan, either one. I'm not a huge fan of Ryan, but I think Maeda would have been my call to be in there. Not a huge fan of this. I'm not thinking too highly of what our, our game one's going to look like here. I, I think you're dead wrong. I think All you're right. dead wrong. Come on me. Bailey Ober in his last four starts of the year, 2-0 and with a 2.3, 2.4 ERA. Played some good teams, too, not against the Royals or the A's. Um, he is by far our third best pitcher right now. Mm-hmm. And you can talk about Joe Ryan at the beginning of the year with his great starts and the complete game shutout. 
he is not what he was at the beginning of the year. Um, Maeda is either five scoreless or 10 in the first three innings. So I think you want a consistent pitcher that, yeah, might give up a run or two, but he's not going to lose control of the game. And that's what you want in a game one, especially on the road. Um, And I think another reason they're doing it is because you want Pablo Lopez in that that game too, because if you lose game one, you want a good chance at that. But you want Sonny Gray starting at home in game three. That is a huge advantage to at least, you know, if you are down 0-2, give a little life to the team that type of thing. So mm-hmm. I, I do agree with the decision to go with our third best pitcher in game one, especially um, after Pablo and uh, and Sonny pitched in, in the first series. That's fair. I will say this. There's a massive difference pitching in Houston with Ober in the regular season versus him playoff game one, their first game in Houston. The fans are going to be coming up crazy. I think Maeda holds the... Um, He's got way more experience than Ober does, for sure. Coming in that playoff game, you you pitch Maeda, you can still pitch Pablo game two. Um, I don't think I think Ober is going to be eaten alive. I think we're going to be eaten alive game one. I think we're going to lose big time with Ober in on the mound there, um, because it is far different atmosphere. Us playing in Houston in the regular season versus the postseason it is not going to be close i think we're going to wiped out that first round so i think maeda with the experience has a far better chance in game one and then we go to lopez game two you guys might have mentioned this while i was looking up some numbers here but the strohs do have a losing record at home did you say that i did not say okay, that no. 39 and 30 excuse me 39 and 42 wow um, this season at home the only wow. team in the playoffs let's see the american league west champions had a losing record at home uh, I guess it doesn't say that they're the only team with losing record at home. But, yeah, 39-42 and 42 at Minute Maid Park in Houston wow. um, this season. So that gives you some hope. But maybe there is a little bit of sacrificial lamb in Bailey Ober getting the start against Justin Verlander. Um, I know Randy's got a little Verlander uh, tidbit coming for us in a little bit here. But um, I, I was trying to look at the playoff roster here for this series. Obviously, I guess not obviously, but I know Bailey Ober wasn't on the playoff roster for the first series against the Blue Jays, so I don't know who they took off the lineup or who they took out of our – but Ober was not on the roster for this first series against Toronto, so I'm not sure who they took off. I believe it was a bullpen guy. I think they took a bullpen guy off just because when you get into those three-game series, you know you're only going to have – well, you're hoping only two starting pitchers, but – they don't. They didn't see a need for him to be on there. I don't yeah, think. Yeah. Okay. And the bullpen was fantastic. I mean, it was Griffin Jacks coming in both nights. Uh, Louis Varlin pitched both nights, I believe, as well. Brock Stewart, Theo Barr. Um, the setup people were just unreal. And then obviously when Duran gets in there, he has one of the best uh, entrances in all of baseball. And I guess I say that with zero confidence because I don't know what the other <laughs> entrances in baseball look like. But it, his is awesome, and it would be hard to beat. I feel like. Because that thing is sweet. They black out the stadium. Everybody gets their phones going. And then he's got some sweet, like, Colombian song that he comes into. Um, and, and the place just goes nuts. Um, and, and, man, that that target field is so damn exciting when they have a strikeout to end an inning. Or even, you know, anytime that uh, you get a strikeout in the ninth inning, the place is already on their feet. It's just so, so exciting. So if they can find a way to split in Houston... You know, it sounds like from Zach we're going to lose game one, but you never know. That's maybe. what that it may, it makes me real nervous. You know, we're we're going to be good at home. I think that crowd, 
being there, being able, that was the loudest I've ever heard it yeah. by far in years of being there. But it was not even close. And that was yeah. super fun, winning 3-1, to 2-0. to zero. That does not give me much confidence going into Houston at all. I know we should be celebrating, but I'm not. Right. I'm not well, I'm not all three happy. of those RBIs, too, in, in game one coming from the bat of Royce Lewis, who has just really come into his own. Uh, he was, I think he was hurt for a little bit, but in like his last, I was reading just the ballpark stats they put up on the big screen when uh, the player's up to bat. His last 10 games, or eight, eight, I think it was eight games, he's got eight RBIs, he's got like seven hits, a bunch of them home runs. Um, and, and the pop he gets when he gets up to bat, the stadium, it, it just, the mood shifts. Everybody stands up, regardless of what's happened. There'd be two outs in the inning. We couldn't, you know, maybe we haven't had a hit in three innings doesn't matter Royce Lewis comes to the plate place just goes nuts just nuts for this this rookie and hitting the back-to-back home runs your first two at bats in the playoffs third time it actually happened in the MLB um and one of them was I believe Gary Gaetti uh an old-time twin Scott Leis I think well maybe you, know, you might be right there's three but, of them Leis might be one of them okay Gaetti was, on, was the, one of them. on the twins because that's <laughs> what it's and I think it is Gary I'm could be wrong yep, on that Gary but, um so that's cool that you know, for a rookie in your first playoff game to hit two two home runs, it's only been done three times in the history of the MLB, and two of them are with the Twins, and most importantly, one of them is on our current lineup, and he'll play it this afternoon against Houston in the uh, the Justin Verlanders of the world. So certainly an uh, in, in unreal playoff run already. The fact that we've won two games, it's hard to call it a playoff run unless you're in any other state but Minnesota, but this is a playoff run, boys, and we're hoping... It is a five-gamer. I think we said on the pod before the playoffs that the second series was seven games. It is only five, uh, and then it goes to seven after that. But um, Oprah, the starter in game one, Pablo Lopez will pitch game two, and Sonny Gray to pitch game three, uh, assuming either Joe Ryan game four or Kenta. Or you said Kenta's not? No, I'm super unhappy about it. I think it should be Kenta. Uh, I don't know where he's going to fit into the mix. He might be a bullpen guy later in the I'm not happy which, about which it. Which it is nice he was in that role with the Dodgers when they did he was. win a couple of World Series or won World Series. Yep. So he, so I think he's a very he's very comfortable in that role. Which, um, you know, I, I would like like to see him come on in a middle middle setup position, sixth, seventh inning, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And Randy, I'll give you a second here to uh, pull up your tweet from one of our uh, senior contributors here on the podcast, Ben Boone. Um, he retweeted a Donald Trump tweet from 2012. And Randy's gonna pull it up right now and, and read it off for us. Should I should I do the impersonation? That's my ability. Uh, it's up to you. I mean, <laughs> go for it. Verlander is great, but very beatable. Does not have a good ERA in playoff games. Is that actually a Trump tweet? <laughs> October sixteenth, twenty twelve. No way. I'm That's a Trump to, tweet. No I'm gonna way. have to log back into the wake, figure out the password for wake and take <laughs> Twitter, and just go retweet that. But that's no. awesome. I'm sure somebody. I'm sure somebody else retweeted it before Boone did. I'm not going to give Boone the credit of scrolling back to 2012 right. and finding that tweet. But whoever did that, that's oh, awesome. Like. While we're on the topic, uh, Minnesota sports fan Trump is also a great Twitter follow. I don't know who it is, but he tweets about Minnesota sports as if he's Donald Trump. It's it, it, it's basically a Kirk hate account right okay. now, but uh, I'm sure there'll be some twins. Stuff coming out. Over There's an Iowa week. sports Trump too. Yeah, There's that was pretty good. Yeah. There's one, one for, for every yeah. every sports sports yeah. fan. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, what else, Zach? Anything else Twins related before we we move on? Nothing I can think about. Prediction. Uh, Buxton, I don't know if Buxton's coming out. 
if, yeah, if he's gonna if we're gonna see. see him too much. Um, he was taking some BP uh, in Minute Maid Park today. I, so. I honestly don't know right now if there's a place for him, and I, I, it sucks. I love Bucks into death. There I don't shouldn't know. Be. If it, it, there, there shouldn't be, be right now because he hasn't he hasn't earned it. He really has not. He hasn't shown us anything that's gonna put him above Taylor. If he's gonna go play center field, I'll take him. Mm-hmm. But even Taylor, I mean Taylor's a gold glover. He can do anything. Boston's can like. Buxton no, that's can, not true. Yeah, yeah, but Buxton is gonna maybe do what one play that's gonna get him injured, and then he's gonna go home. Like that's, that's all I can think about him out there. Taylor's doing fine out there. I don't think Buxton's gonna do us anything better than what Taylor's doing. Um, and I think we're gonna lose that game one for sure. Starting what, over. What, what's your series prediction for the series? Yeah, for the series, I think Twins win it. I really do. I really think we're better than the Astros. Astros got swept by the Royals a couple weeks ago. Twins and how many? I think it's gonna be five. It's gotta twins be twins and five. It's gotta be twins and five. It has to be. I'll say I'll say twins and four because if we go back to Houston for game five, I don't think we win it. Sure, that's fair. Randy, you got a twins prediction? Uh, I'm just rooting for baseball. That's okay. what I'm rooting for. I like playoff baseball. Is it's not as good as playoff hockey, but it's um, but it's I love it every year, and I just want to see as many games as possible. So. I twins are my rooting interest though this year. Very my nice. cubbies, uh, cubbies can clutch it out. We don't, we don't accept you. All right. <laughs> right. I, we'll accept you, Randy. Uh, but if we win the World Series, you're not allowed to celebrate. I agree. That's fair. That's okay. fair. Okay, perfect. Uh, and it seems like the national media too is is kind of on the side of the Twins. It's hard not to root for the Twins when you have this terrible franchise for so long that it just had these demons. So hopefully we can use some of that national attention to. Uh, you know, make it a long series. I don't think we're going to win. I really, really want us to. I'll cheer my heart out for them. I'll watch every second of it, but I think it's going to be the Astros in five. I think it does go to a game five, uh, and Houston wins it in their place, unfortunately. Can I just say how 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 bad the coverage was on TV because you have, was it Michael K? Horrible. Um, Michael K and A-Rod. Like you that have, was the you, worst. You have Yankees play-by-play <laughs> guy who and and former Yankee who have had nothing but demolish the Twins, dude. That and was they the, could not be less interested. Like they, that they, was the worst broadcast I have. Yeah, it was ever heard. Yeah, give me Joe Buck. I hope Joe Buck is calling these games because I I I forgot that Joe Buck was going to be doing baseball on is ESPN. He still? Oh, on ESPN. Yeah, it's on, on ESPN. FS and FS2. Oh, okay. Michael Hay could not have been more bored. During that series, <laughs> yeah. he was so fucking bored, and it's like, yeah, good for you, you fucking dipshit. The Yankees kind of suck ass right now, you know. You gotta, you gotta realize that. And the Twins is kind of a big upcoming thing. And A Rod, our fucking owner of the, the the Timberwolves, is just saying shit like, oh yeah, yeah, that Mauer hit in '09. It was foul, but it should have been fair. Yeah, that was kind of like what just happened there. He's just saying some stupid fucking takes in his dumb fucking voice. That was the worst fucking. Broadcast I have ever heard. Okay, so anyone's gonna be Bill. You got to take that. You take that call, dude. That was. You want me to? Yeah. I would get love on it. the po- Get on. Get on the broadcast. Dude, that I, was so fucking horrible. My strategy in calling baseball for Augsburg, at least, is I just don't say much. I just <laughs> I shut up, and it, usually it's because I haven't done enough homework. But I just I don't say much. Here's the trick: is is when I did Tommy baseball and Tommy softball games, you try to impersonate. Um, uh, what's his name from the Dodgers um, who just passed away? Yeah, Vin Scully. Uh, Vin Scully. Like, and that shot sit foul. Uh, it's like there's certain words that you just gotta, yep. just gotta sit on. They're talking and, too much. Yeah. They're talking too much, and they're sounding such like dipshits. Just sit in there, dude. It's unbelievable. 
It's absolutely unbelievable. And A-Rod, can you believe that A-Rod's trying to save us, save save Michael K from sounding like too much of a dipshit on our yeah. on our podcast? Can you imagine him being the, the savior of your of your broadcast? That's unbelievable. Oh my god, that pissed me off so mad. Michael K, should, he has no no place, no fucking place in sports broadcasting, dude. What was unbelievable. it? Was it on FS1 the first round or was it ESPN? It was it was uh, the TNT or what? It was it? ESPN. It was ESPN. Yeah, it was ESPN. Okay. It gets better. The 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 broadcast crew for Stroh's and Twins is Adam Amin, AJ Przinsky, Adam Wainwright, and Tom Verducci. <laughs> So I mean I I, I Dude. Don't, Adam Wainwright he must be new to the booth right Yeah I was gonna say you know that's all, and, way better for sure but Adam you know, it's so funny uh, the the players it's kind of the same with NFL the player to the player to broadcast booth is really quick it's really yeah. quick it's too quick Oh it's you mean quick. like the transition from being a player and then going into broadcast Yeah way too quick in my mind Matt Ryan shouldn't be calling things Greg Olson shouldn't be calling things that that's an NFL take that's fucking horrible Greg Olson should be fucking Banned from ban- from calling NFL games. Yeah. He's fucking horseshit. We should, we, should we talk NFL? Yeah, we, good segue. Yeah, we, to can, the NFL. we can get into the NFL for sure. Horseshit, dude. Um, <laughs> what else is horseshit in the NFL? Yeah, is that- so many more things. But you guys talking? No, 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 no. Tell us what's horseshit right now in the NFL. Well, don't make me say it. Don't make me say it. You guys keep going. You keep going. I should jump in here because most people are probably wondering why. Shoot, we just lost our parlay and it died. Okay. That's a bummer. Parker and I had a little Friday night parlay action going on just to keep it entertaining here tonight. Uh, we, we went for the points tonight, P-Bomber. We did. We went for the points. Um, Kansas State came out flat. Uh, did not do what they were supposed to do. We came up three points short on the over. Yeah. Watch. Nobody probably cares about but Parker and I, we're going to have a little moment of sadness here. But anyway, let's get back to Zach. You're probably wondering why his F-bomb count is at about seven <laughs> right now. He did have a little, we, we mentioned this the last time we started the pod, we had to restart. Anyway, uh, long story short, he had a couple of a couple of drinks in him beforehand. So he's feeling good tonight, letting it, letting it all hang out there, which... Uh, we certainly appreciate. Let's get into some Vikings talkers, some NFL talkers. Um, so the Vikings, we haven't potted for for a week and some change here. Um, after promising to pot every Sunday, anyway, it turned into a, an extremely busy week for yours truly. So we haven't potted in a while. So let's chat Vikings for just a moment. It seems like forever ago. It was just five days ago, but the Vikings did get a win last Sunday against Carolina, twenty-one to thirteen. And not the prettiest of games, but it was somewhat decisive, I guess, as decisive as it can be for a 21-13 game. Um, maybe not as decisive as it could be, but we looked solid, and we won handily, Zach. I'll never forgive Greg Olson for coming on the <laughs> fucking Vikings broadcast in a fucking bye week as he's still a member of that the was, fucking— That dude, was wild. That was, so, that was un-fucking called for. God, he's a fucking scumbag. And every time he called, <laughs> he called the fucking Super Bowl, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He yes, called the fucking Super Bowl, and he Burkhart. sounded like my fucking neighbor who's fucking 11 years old. Hey, guys, <laughs> actually, so let me explain this to you. So in football, you come over to this side, and you got a guy in the slide. He goes, he's talking, he, he tried to do so much. He's trying to explain the game to us. You make me sound like a fucking idiot, you know? Guys, people watch the Super Bowl, you're watching for two things. You're watching for the fucking commercials, you're watching for the fucking game. Don't try to explain the fucking game to the people that are watching the commercials. Don't fucking do that. That makes me so fucking pissed. They're going to watch the commercials. They're going to watch them. If you're watching football, we've watched every fucking red zone Scott Hansen fucking shit since game one. We know what a fucking, you know, 
you know, third and seven pass. You know, we know, we know yeah. all that shit, dude. We know all that fucking shit. It makes me so fucking mad, Greg Olson. You suck ass. And Go if, ahead. If you had fuck on your bingo board, you can cross that off. <laughs> cross it out, Greg Olson. You suck ass. <laughs> Uh, Kirk Cousins' worst statistical game so far this season. Obviously, the only stat we really care about is the wins and losses, and it was a check in the win column, which is good. But Kirk, 139 yards. Rushing for Madison better this week in the high of the season so far. 95 uh, for Madison, and the rushing attack looked a lot better as well. J.J.'s numbers down this week as well, 85. But again, all we care about is the victory. Big one this Sunday. P-Bomber, you and I are going to be there. 325 kick. No Taylor Swift as of now. Thank God. With the Chiefs, Mahomes, Kelsey, all the fellas. What a bunch of horse shit. Coming to town for a nationally televised game. I'm assuming it's Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call. Maybe Andy can uh, fact check that for us. For the 325 ES, uh, sorry, 325 CBS game, Randy. See if it is Nance and Romo on the call. Um, Vikings, I believe... Uh, or minus, or excuse me, plus three and a half at home. The line could have changed since I last checked this morning, but I think it's three and a half, it's, Parker. Yeah, it's still three and a half. Started at uh, six and a half, got down to Did five really? and a half for a little bit, and now all the way down to three and a half. They must have had some injury news, huh? Um, I'm not quite sure about that. I think it's more so... Taylor's um, not going to be there. Taylor's not going to be there. Uh, the Chiefs, more importantly, have not looked as good as um, years previous. Their offense... For, for the first time in years, is not the star of the show. The defense is the reason why they're winning these games. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, and you hear this everywhere, but it, it feels like the Chiefs sleepwalk through the regular season because they know they're going to be there at the end, um, which, you know, is an opportunity for the Vikings to take advantage of. Um, Zach's raising his hand, so <laughs> I'll let him jump <laughs> in. He's done that a couple of times tonight. That is awesome, Zach. Go ahead, Zach. Want to hear a really hot take here? Sure. This is what I honestly, honestly think. <laughs> Only hot takes. So, Travis Kelsey is gay, and <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm, not even, I'm not making fun. Travis Kelsey is gay, and Taylor Swift was hired by the NFL, paid her millions of dollars to come to these games to pretend like they're dating to get millions of fucking Swifty fans that don't give a fuck about the NFL to watch Sunday night fucking football. Dude, that is and they, spicy. So, dude, it's spicy, spicy, but it's true. Take. Travis Kelsey's the gayest NFL player I've ever heard. <laughs> dude, just watch him. Watch what he does. He's the gayest guy you've ever seen. And I'm not even making fun of gay people. He's the gayest guy you've ever seen. I'm not. He is. I hope this and goes you, And you literally have to see. Dude, Taylor Swift is making them fucking dude, millions of dollars oh. being in the God. fucking stands because my girlfriend does give a fuck about the fucking <laughs> Jaguars and Chiefs playing on Sunday. They don't give a fuck about that. They give a shit about it. Taylor Swift in the fucking stands. She's watching that fucking game. And I know everyone else's girlfriend is thinking the same thing. Deal. <laughs> I would be... Yeah, I, I mean... I, I would be interested to see the numbers. Um, how much money they made oh in, in revenue, that kind of stuff. But you're right. The the NFL has been pushing it heavy, and they even um, they even went to um, CBS <coughs> and ESPN and um, Fox to try to get uh, them to run a free advertisement for. There's a Taylor Swift movie coming out on Netflix or something next week, and this is a Twitter like a business Twitter person. So I think it's I think it's accurate. Maybe we can fact check this, but. Um, the NFL asked 
the three major broadcast companies that broadcast the NFL to do a free advertisement for her because there was going to be so many added people watching Sunday Night Football last week and then the Chiefs game bef- the week before that at home. I forget who they played, but um, ESPN did it. CBS and Fox didn't do it. They said no. Mm, uh, but ESPN said yes. But, I mean, there is some, certainly there is some uh, malarkey in, in that because I – I mean, just from what's come out the last few days in terms of uh, Travis Kelly's mom going on a podcast, Andy showed us just before we started recording, and they asked her, how do you feel about Taylor Swift? And she said, uh, she's okay. Is that right, Andy? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> Essentially that. She knows um, her son's gay, and she knows that Taylor Swift is just for publicity. Go for it. Just for publicity. That could be the case. I mean, um, it, it's it's an interesting you know, and just like the videos of them walking out of the stadium together, doesn't really to me. They look both kind of uncomfortable. Uh, and you know, to your point, Zach, he was wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Dude, he um, is the gayest guy in the NFL. It's crazy. It's and no one sees it, and that's what's shocking to me. Yeah, it's for shocking. You. It's absolutely shocking. When it comes out, you guys will come crawling to me. Yeah, and I, uh, that's just me. Zach Schefter. Yep. Zach Schefter, baby. Um, but yeah, it should be it should be an awesome game. I'm super excited to to see Patrick Mahomes in person, P Bomber. I mean, mm-hmm. it's gonna be awesome to see just the way he moves around, how he kind of. I mean, you can only see so much from the stands and, and from the TV, but to see him live in person is gonna be super fun. And we can give a quick shout out to Brad P for that one. Yeah, I, shout I, out Brad P. He, he deserves it on that he, one. He does. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be um something to witness for sure. Uh, I, I feel like we were probably a little too young to be able to see Tom Brady live. I don't know if anyone saw that, but that's one that, you know, I wish I could have seen because he's that type of player. Um, so to see him and obviously Travis Kelsey and, and Andy Reid just in general, um, that offense work uh, is going to be special. But I really do think that <clears throat> it's uh, it's not going to look good for the Vikings on Sunday. Um, I will not be betting against them. <laughs> but you won't be betting for them. <laughs> that. that is yet to be determined. Yep. Okay. We we may we may lay down a, a money line uh just just to get the boys buzzing a little bit. But um to kind of look forward a little bit, these next three games for the Vikings are huge. So you have the you have the Chiefs at home, you have the Bears on the road, and then you have the Niners at home on Monday night football. You yeah. got you got you gotta win two of these three games. If you if you only win one of these, you're done. You're done. You're two and what would be two and five, two and six, uh, two and five, two and five. If you win one, you're two and five. Yeah, yep. two and five, and, and you got to win out mm-hmm. essentially from that point on. So, um, which isn't impossible. It's but not impossible, right. and our schedule gets a little bit lighter after those after that Niner game. But yeah. but realistically, um, the way the Vikings have been playing, they're they're about a 500 team. So you got to steal a couple of these where you're not supposed to. Um, so we should see. And how easy the the Lions and the Packers schedule is going on out. It's it's disgustingly easy. Yeah, I mean so. that's what happens when you win the division. You get all the division winners in, in the next season. So here here's the schedule. We're gonna do a little game for for Zach and for Parker. Randy, you're gonna have to sit this one out. I'm I'm sorry about that, but I know your answers are not gonna be what we want to hear. <laughs> um, Stupid Packers. Win fan. loss, <laughs> real quick from both of you. We'll start Zach. We'll go to Parker with each game. Kansas City this week, win-loss. I unfortunately lost. Win. Oh, I like that, Parker. All right, at Chicago next week, noon Sunday. Unfortunately, loss. 
A loss to Chicago. To, in, at home. Yeah, for sure. What I saw from we've them. We've been bad at Soldier well, we, Field. Well, we saw they are win. Yeah, probably for sure. For sure we've been bad. Okay. Win. That's fair. And, and you just said you were going to win versus Kansas City. I think that's a huge, huge mistake. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to lose to Chicago. I think Chicago is making a comeback here. I should throw my picks in there. I think we're going to lose to Kansas City. I think we're going to keep it close, but lose it in the fourth quarter. I like Vikings first half cover. I think they're going to come out very sharp, and I think the defense is going to look better. Um, this week as well. I think they've been setting up a lot of stuff here in the first four weeks at one and three. We've been setting up a lot. <clears throat> Obviously, the addition of Marcus Davenport makes a world of a difference uh, when he's playing at full speed, and that was the case last week. He was said to be on a pitch count, um, so to speak. They played the first series. He said, hey, coach, I feel great. I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, and this comes from the KLC presser after the game. So essentially, they, were, they weren't game planning for him to be in there for as many plays as he was. After the first series, he said, hey, I'm good. I'm ready. Let's let's do it. And they ended up playing him a bunch more than they expected to, um, which I don't think they had game planned for. So you get a week of preparation with, with that <clears throat> and with a full Marcus Davenport. And I do think the Vikings are going to keep it close. I, I think they have a halftime lead um, <clears throat> and, and choke it away in the fourth quarter. That's kind of where I see that game. So I see them losing against Kansas City. I see a win against Chicago. Chicago's awful. Um, they just won their first game in about a year. And, yeah, I, I don't think the uh, Soldier Field demons are going to... Uh, four days shy play. of a year. Was yeah. it four days four shy? Four days wow, shy of a year. Oh, that's crazy. I still think they're going to... I think they're going to beat us. I we, We've had, like you said, we've had our struggles in, in Chicago there. And we I certainly have. Looking, I'm going I'm to change better. my answer. I'm going to change yep. my answer. Win against the Chiefs. We're going to lose to the Bears. Yep. Oh, okay. We're going to lose that's, to the Bears. sounds like I, some minutes of the Vikings. Positive, so but, you yeah. got us at 1-1 one and one the next two games. You got us at 0-2, Zach. Yep. Uh, Parker at one and one. I got us at one and one as well after the next two weeks. Then we come back home Monday night football. Like Parker said, seven fifteen kick San Francisco. Zach, dude, I love us. I, I love the Vikings. That's my wow. that's my team. I know it, but we're not gonna. <laughs> no, no, sorry, I love. No, sorry, I love. Sorry, in general, I love the Vikings. Oh, okay. You know, I do. I do. I do. We're gonna, we're going to three our next three games. I know we are. Shoot. We're going to three our next three games. I know we are. Go okay. for it. So I, I'm gonna say win, and this goes back to the two out of three. I think it's going to be a big win this weekend, a letdown in Soldier Field, and we're going to come back hungry, win at home at the bank, so we get those two out of three wins. If that happens and you put a parlay on that, you're going to be so rich because the the odds are not in our favor on that one. not at all. I think we lose to San Francisco. We're going to go rapid fire here because I feel like this is getting kind of long and boring. So, Zach, Green Bay at Green Bay, noon. I think we win that one. I think we win. I think we win that one as well. Randy, we'll let you come in on this one. At Green Bay, loss. You want to go to that game, boys? 29th. Are we going to that game, boys? Quite possibly. We're going to talk about it. All right, we'll talk about that after the pod. You want to go? Maybe we'll do a live. Maybe we'll do a live pod uh, from Lambo. That'd be really fun. That would be so fun, dude. That would be awesome. Oh my gosh! All right, at Atlanta, noon. Win. Win. At home, I think it's a win too. I think we beat Green Bay as well. Uh, Home against New Orleans, week ten. Win. Win. Win as well. At Denver, week eleven. Uh, Sunday Night Football at Denver. Win by 25. Okay. Win by 26. Okay, I'm going to take a win as He's well. always trying to win up me. Home against Chicago, Monday Night Football. So we go back-to-back in prime time. Nice. Yeah. Win at home. Winner, winner. Winner, winner. Bye week, then at Vegas. We're going to win the bye week. We're going to win the yeah. bye week. Mm-hmm. I've taken a win always as well. Win the bye week. Yep. Then good, we're good teams win the bye week. Yep. Then we're at Vegas, at Cincinnati, Zach. We're going to lose at Cincinnati. They're going to find their fire here. Be They're, Vegas, they, though. We're going to beat Vegas, lose at Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's struggling. They're going to find it. 
just like the Vikings are going to find it. I think they're going to beat us. I, I think we drop one to the to the Raiders, and then we beat the Bengals. Three oh five kick too for that one. So that's three almost primetime games. The the game against uh, the game against Cincinnati the next week is to be determined. So that also could be an evening game or a three twenty five kick. Then they finish the season. Detroit at home, Green Bay on the road, Detroit at Detroit. Zach, the last three weeks. That's tough. Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit. I don't want to. I want to speak for this, but I think we're going one and two, and I don't know. I can't even speak for the games. We're just going to one and so two. So unofficially, last three games. you've got like four or five more wins for the Vikes and a bunch of losses. Well, no, nah, I had a good, a good amount of wins there. I think okay. we're going to lose. Like we're six, lose. You got us like six and eleven, something like that. Seven and ten. Seven and ten, I think at, at best. Yeah, okay. I Key do. Bomber. I do. They're gonna go two and one. Two and one. So you got us closer to like ten and seven. I I think ten and seven is a reasonable number for us. I should have been keeping track of all of our. It's kind of tough when we're talking through it. So I think we're gonna lose to Kansas City, lose to San Francisco, and then I think we lose to Cincinnati. I think the the, every other game should be a victory. Yeah, (laughs) and they're not gonna be favored every game. At Detroit, at Detroit, it's gonna be a tough. At Detroit's gonna be tough. At Green Bay is gonna be tough, and at Cincinnati are all gonna be tough. Even at at Vegas, excuse me, is gonna be kind of a tough one. We were favored versus the Buccaneers. We were favored versus the, uh, uh, not the Chargers. We were favored versus the uh, um, Carolina. Carolina. We weren't favored against we, Philly. Or, uh, not versus Philly. We were favored versus the Chargers, weren't we? No. We were. We had to have been at home, right? No. We were not. We were a point dog. Well, that's fair. We yeah. fucking lost. So, I think we're gonna go seven and ten. I think that's gonna that's fair. Seven and ten for sure. Seven and ten. Yep. That's what we're going. All right. Do you have to move out of state if they go ten and seven? They go ten and seven, then I'll be all so fucking stoked with you guys. How about this? No How, about this? How about this? You have to do the pod naked if we go ten and seven. Uh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can make that work. Naked pod? Yes. <laughs> hey, if we go seven and ten, you guys do naked pod. How about that? All right. So, what, what about this middle ground? If they get eight, eight to eight, eight, eight or eight nine, nine wins, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we all do it naked. We all do it naked. <laughs> Here we go. All right, seven and ten. You guys do it naked. I'm fully clothed. Okay. Ten and seven. I'm fully naked, just sitting here like an idiot, like I've never done before in front of you all <laughs> doing the podcast. Okay. So either way, this That's is gonna be extremely awkward for you. For sure. Either for sure, you're gonna be I the only so one naked, or you're gonna be the only one clothed. Only clothed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, this is a very interesting wager, but we're, we're, we'll keep track of it. Seven and ten for you, ten and seven for P Bomber and I. We have a very special guest calling in from Duluth, Minnesota. In the is end, he, I win. Is he on the horn yet? Oh, we're, he, he's ringing oh, in. Oh, he, he, I think know. he's on. I think okay. he's on. And What's up, Randy? Now we got a very special guest from BG. Are you in Duluth? I am in Duluth. From Duluth, Minnesota. The, the home of the chicken wing. Co-host of the pod Idiot on vacation sandwich. this weekend. Brady Galbraith, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. We, we've been chatting Vikings. We've been chatting Zach Briel. Zach's been, he's been having a good time tonight, letting it all the time. I've takes. heard he's going viral tonight. He's, he's having the Will Chamberlain game of like the 100 <laughs> yeah. points, like 25 blocks, 25 assists. Yep. 100 shots. Yeah. Your <laughs> he's got a couple of makes out there, but, you know, he's been he's been out there. He's just been letting it all hang out. Hey, I'm sleeping with everyone's yeah, no. girlfriends. Quite literally, huh? <laughs> Including Taylor Swift? No. Fuck Taylor Swift. 
<laughs> hey Brady, I told I, I told everyone this, but you haven't heard it yet. But you're gonna hear it from me first. Oh, I've heard it. Travis Kelsey is gay. Taylor Swift <laughs> is just a promotion from the NFL, paying her millions of dollars so every single girlfriend can watch the game. Okay, what do you think? So what else is new? Yeah, that's what I think. He thought it too. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. You guys continue. Go for it. Yeah, this this pod is going to be interesting. Zach's going to be calling me tomorrow. I'll take it down. Take it down. <laughs> I could see that being a hot take, but what I really want to hear is your hottest take right now. My hottest take? Oh, yeah. Well, we were talking about that one time. We were, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. And this, my, this won't be, well, yeah, this won't be recorded. So you're good. For sure. It's not my hottest, hottest, hottest take, but it's my, this is one of my hotter takes. I think, uh, <laughs> Social media is more dangerous for kids than drugs and alcohol. No, I, okay. no, I, I yeah, I okay. don't think that's, that's a that. very pleasant take. That's yeah, very, I, see, that's, I thought this was going a completely different direction. I am very relieved that that is your hottest take, and that's a good take. I would Thank agree you. with that. Social media is more dangerous for kids than drugs and alcohol. Yeah, yeah. because it covers such yeah, an right, unbelievable dude. amount of kids. What about fentanyl? Uh, Fentanyl is is. This parent- guy has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But who's Brady talking to right now? <laughs> Do you guys all hear Brady? <laughs> he's in all of our headsets, buddy. All of our- <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. All right. Um, this is social media right now. That yeah. We're using. No, I'm not a social media fan, as you guys have guessed. I uh, I think it's it's way more dangerous than drugs and alcohol. Are yeah. To uh, to kids. So I think you're right. I think yeah. you're spot on there. So do you think the dare? Uh, I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the dare program should be mm. uh, switched to a social media prevention? That's program? fair. That's super fair. You People... want kids to do drugs, don't you? <laughs> B- Parker wants kids to do drugs. <laughs> what does Bo want? Bo, what do you think? Uh, I drugs or social media? Is that the mm-hmm. choice? I guess. I I think probably. Social media is better than kids doing drugs. Oh, you're such a fucking sheep. (laughs) 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 No, but seriously, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) He's not taking no for an answer. (laughs) I guess uh, social media. Thank you. Now I'm going to get fired from your job. <laughs> it's all right. I don't think the caddies are going to be too upset with that uh, one. No, they're, they're on the same boat. Damn it. I knew that. Um, but, yeah, anyway, BG, we're, we're just talking Vikings and getting the first win, huge. We were talking twins earlier. I know you're you're away this weekend, so we don't want to keep you for too long. But if you got any takes, Vikings, twins, you got to get off your chest. Now's the time. You know, nothing to get off my chest, but I am very excited for this weekend sports-wise. Um, I know I should, be, I should be more cautiously optimistic, but I think I'm going head over heels right now just with two Twins playoff games in October. Um, Gophers game against Michigan. Uh, what a great opportunity to get back on schedule. And a huge win, would-be win for the program. Um, so that'll be a fun game to see. And then the Vikings... Uh, back on Sunday with the Twins game against the Chiefs. Again, similar scenario for the Gophers. What a, game, what a way to get your season uh, back with a huge win at home uh, for both the programs, for the Gophers and the Vikes. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, was that the previous Twins game for Game 2 when they swept the Blue Jays? 
uh, first playoff baseball game I've ever been to and one that I will never forget. Such a cool environment and truly how loud and passionate these Twins fans have gotten for that first series over the Blue Jays. I cannot just wait for the second ser- second series to start um, and for, for the series to bring it on home to Minnesota so uh, we can hear our fans get out to the game and just experience that atmosphere once again. And I'm looking at ESPN right now. They offer tickets, uh, like a link for tickets um, for all the games. But looking at it right now, the lowest tickets this weekend uh, for the five divisional games against Houston, so Twins versus Houston, the cheapest tickets are actually in Houston this weekend. Uh, You can get into the game tomorrow or, or today if you're listening on Saturday as low as $49. The game on Sunday, you can get into the ballpark for 40 bucks. You look at the Twins, game one in Minnesota be game three of the series, but Tuesday, the cheapest ticket right now at Target Field, according to ESPN on their website here, $86. Whoa. That's, wow. up, that's up 30 bucks. I, I looked right after they clinched, and it was like 55 56 bucks. So there we go. Get in. Cheapest so, ticket to get into Target Field crazy. on Tuesday, $86, $30 more uh, than, than down there. Houston way, so that is it was awesome. Just eight dollars for the first series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, yeah, there's probably still going to be some eight dollars seats <laughs> if you if you look right before because it was almost well, sold it, out. But it's also afternoon games, which is tough during the week. And it depends on how the first two games go, right? Like if you get at least if you get one game in Houston, then those tickets probably go up. If you're down 2-0 coming back home, those. Yeah. You know, those tickets might go down. So Zach predicted a tough start from Bailey Ober and, and the Twins getting annihilated um, this afternoon. BG, your prediction for game one tomorrow or today? Uh, you know what? I'm terribly sorry. We have a very special guest who's going to announce himself to the pod right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Benjamin Boone. What the hell? Whoa. Whoa. What is ben he doing Boone? here? Hello, fellas. <laughs> you come in with Boone, all kinds of energy, Boone. Boone just, just letting you know, uh, thanks to your uh, handy Donald Trump retweet from earlier today, we uh, we spoke that tweet into existence on the Oh, we did, yes. And Blender. we did mention one of our senior we, analysts, Ben Boone. Yes, we gave you the shout-out. You discovered that tweet, actually. We don't talk politics. Boone, you got any hot takes for Zach to talk about? Um... What ha- what's been covered? <laughs> just about everything, it sounds like. Yeah, hey, just Bo- about hey, everything. Hey, Boone. Hey, Boone. You ever been naked on a podcast? <laughs> Can't say I ever have, dude. All right. Well, that, that makes got, one of you. Got, it tells me everything, tells me everything you need to know. You go for it, Boone. Hey, Zach, I have a question for you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. What were your thoughts on uh, Taylor Swift going to be at the Chiefs-Vikings game? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. We're not covering this for the third time. Do you want me to say it? Brady, no. do you want to tell him? No. We'll cover this after. We'll cover this afterwards off the podcast. Boone, I'll call you. I'll be on my bed, like, kicking my feet up in the air, like, Boone, I got to tell you. So much I have to say. Hey guys, I, I I don't mean to throw a wrench into the to the whole pod here, but believe it or not, we have another special guest. Oh! Oh! Get some sound effects on this. And, and no and way. Fellas, and fellas, this beautiful lady goes by the name of Emma Delaney. Oh! Oh! Emma, what's up? Hi, Zach. Hello. 
Do you notice how she addresses, hey, Zach, the whole podcast? That's awesome. Hey, hey Emma, I'm going to give you my take. I'm going to give you a take here, Emma. You're not going to like it. You're not going to appreciate it. And actually, I know for a fact, Beal and and Andy and Parker are not going to appreciate it because I've told this about three times here. I think Travis Kelsey's gay, and I think the NFL hired on Taylor Swift as a promotional deal. Um, so everyone can watch their games. What do you think? What do you want to hear my hot take? Yeah, I don't think the NFL could afford to hire Taylor Swift. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's, that's a hot really take. Hot. Here's, here's what I say. That's hot. And I'm think... fucking offended. Go ahead. <laughs> I think the NFL just needs to stop showing her. Like the NBA. Like show her once and be done. The NBA show her once? No, like when M- the NBA has celebrities, they like to show them, you know, and then like what's whatever. Oh yeah. But the NFL never has A-list people there. <laughs> they don't know how to act. Hey, are you saying Paul Rudd isn't an A-list celebrity, Emma? <laughs> he is. But he was at that game. <laughs> hey, hey, Emma, Emma, hey, I love you. Hey, I love you so much. But Love you too, Zach. Let, let's let the men talk about the sports, okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Whoa. No. Whoa. Uh, dude, Beal told me to tell you that, Emma. Dude, <laughs> dude Emma, I, I love not. you. Beal told me to tell you that same thing. Oh, my God. What's that? Oh, we got a new voice. Well, What's, yeah, that? That What's a, going on here? One sec. Please announce yourself I to the like, pod. I think that was the Savage, wasn't it? I think it was Gates. The Savage? Hello? Oh, we lost him. Sorry, that was me. Oh, no, we lost him. <laughs> we lost him. <laughs> Who's on? This is Brady again. All right, Brady. BG. We, hey, Brady. You got one final take for us, and we'll let you uh, go. We're going to wrap this up. Be, it better be spicy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My prediction is uh, Gophers do not cover. Michigan takes it to us. And I've got the Twins. Dang, I think I've got the Twins losing tomorrow, too, unfortunately. Oh, you're a fucking sheep! How about, <laughs> you have the Twins losing tomorrow, too, yeah, Zach. Uh, how about the series? <laughs> he was a sheep. Twins, Astros. I'm a sheep! Five gamer. Hey, Glitter Boy. Hey, Glitter Boy, listen to this. Am I twins Glitter Boy? Twins and five. Twins and five. I think I'm, yeah, glitter. Twins I'm, I'm glitter Boy. Twins and five. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, well, thank yeah, you guys. We'll see you guys for some football and baseball. That's Dingo As and the guys baby. Are coming back. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're all going to watch tomorrow. Maybe maybe another podcast tomorrow night. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> but this is gone. This has certainly gone downhill. Zach, his headset is off. He is. Are you retired for the night? Are we going out later? Let's go later. Let's go later. After Dark Podcast. After Dark Podcast. There may be an extended part of this episode. We got to get it out. We're gonna we're gonna post. There may be an extra. Is Zach still naked right an now? An extra episode. <laughs> no, he's not anymore. And for the people listening, they have no idea what's going on. Uh, Zach may if have been. If you're still with us, if you're still with us here at the 50 minute mark, Plus Zach may have been here. almost fully naked uh, when we started recording this show. Uh, he came in and almost fully naked uh, when we started podcasting here. And no, he is he has fully clothed oh. oh. not anymore. Oh. Here it goes. Yeah, the shirt is coming off. And the pants will probably be right behind him. And there him. goes the white cloth. Down to his skimpies like before. But 
anyway, that that will do it for this evening. Thanks to our call-in guests, BG, Boone, Gates, and Emma. Zach, you are one of a kind tonight. Bad P, Randy, thanks for being here. Go Elite. Twins, go Gophers, go Vikings. Incredible weekend of sports coming up. Hope everybody enjoys it. We'll be back maybe for a Saturday night pod if Twins, Gophers, somebody gets an upset and wins game. We're probably going to pot about it afterwards, but if not, we'll see you guys all on Sunday night. Zach, thank you very much. Not another turning point of folks stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, and in the end, that's right. I hope you have the time of your life. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. Hanging on a shelf and good up and good times. Tattoos of memories and dead skin on trial. It's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable In the end that's right I hope you have the time of your life That was awesome, guys. That was awesome. That whistle part was really good. Thank you.